This is Soundmaking, a podcast made by Hogan Stenner and myself, Matthew Shlomovitz. Each episode of Soundmaking features a composer or performer discussing the how and why of music they've created. For this episode of Soundmaking, I spoke with the Brussels-based guitarist Kobe van Kauenberger. We spoke about a new album that features four compositions by the American composer Anthony Braxton. The music is performed by Ghost Trance Septet, led by Kobe. In our chat, Kobe discusses why he's excited about these compositions, the trans-idiomatic nature of the ensemble, and how the scores work. You will hear extracts of Braxton's composition 255 at the beginning and the middle of this episode, and an extract from composition 358 at the end. My name is Kobe van Kauenbirchen. I'm a guitarist currently based in Brussels. I grew up in Antwerp, uh, where I studied also, studied in Ghent and in New York City. Uh, and, uh, so I spent some time in the United States and then also in Paris, in France, before sort of yeah, basing in Brussels, where I live right now. I'm a classically trained guitarist and I started uh, playing contemporary music quite early on in my studies, which is pretty much still my main uh, focus, my main activity. Uh, although I have uh, throughout the past years sort of sought to to, to expand uh, the limited repertoire within this genre, so to speak, for guitar, and to find uh, other uh, other repertoires that are not as much that that are often not considered as such or not really part of a, a, a canon, if I can call it that way, or, or a fixed repertoire of contemporary music. Uh, which has often also involved improvisation. The music uh, that we'll listen to today is from uh, an album that I just released. Uh, um, it features music by Anthony Braxton and more specifically his ghost trance music uh, repertoire. Um, this is uh, a second album I released with uh, these ghost trance music pieces. The first one was uh, ghost trance solos, a solo version, and now... This release is with a septet, uh, seven musicians, um, including myself, as well as uh, drummer Teun Verbrugge, bass player Frederik Sakam, violin uh, Anna Jalving, on piano Elisa Medenia, on uh, euphonium Niels van Heertem, and on saxophone and clarinets uh, Steven Delanois. It's released on the Belgian label El Negocito Records, which is a, a label primarily focused on uh, experimental jazz and improvised music. A couple of years ago, I think this must have been uh, around 2014, I came across uh, an article in the book Audio Culture Readings in Modern Music, uh, uh, a wonderful collection of, of, of texts on well, as the title suggests, uh, modern music. Uh, and it's uh, an article called Introduction to Catalog of Work by Anthony Braxton, in which he gives a very sort of detailed uh, or concrete instructions for performers to play his compositions. And at the time, I knew Anthony Braxton as one of the great yeah, free jazz improvisers, as, as so many people do. Um, but I, I didn't know much about his compositional work. And this triggered uh, my interest as I was also interested in, in repertoire that bridges composition, notation, improvisation. Uh, I had already played some uh, uh, etudes for solo guitar by John Zorn, for example, and did a lot of the 
open work uh, or open form repertoire from the, the, the Cage and and in his uh, this generation of composers. Um, and so I started uh, looking, but didn't find much on Anthony Braxton. And then, quite uh, luckily, shortly after that, uh, Nate Woolley published in his really wonderful magazine, Sound American, a whole edition, a whole issue dedicated to Anthony Braxton, the the, the Anthony Braxton issue uh, in 2016, which really gave um, uh, very interesting uh, information, articles, very in, uh, into the yeah details of uh, especially his more recent compositional systems, his work, how it functions, and his general musical philosophy. So I decided to do a, to start a research project in Antwerp, in the Conservatory of Antwerp, uh, to, to find out more. And my, my focus immediately was uh, the ghost trance music repertoire, which seemed to be an, an accessible entryway into this quite intimidating musical universe. Uh, the more you start reading about his work, the more you start reading about uh, the, all the different systems. And it, it's a very elaborate um world including many kinds of uh, musical approaches to scores graphic scores notated music uh, uh, but also of course including improvisation and so i got interested uh, uh, so my my starting point for my research was the ghost trance music repertoire which uh, braxton started writing in the mid 90s until about 2006 ghost trance music by itself or the way I should say maybe let's take a step back. Uh, where it comes from is, um, as uh, Erica Dicker in her article in Sound American Braxton Issue describes it, it is kind of a navigation system to find connections between different compositions or existing compositions of Braxton and to involve improvisation also into the, the performance. <laughs> Trans music uh, system is really part of, an, of Braxton's ongoing search for what he would call sonic unification. He has a, a, a holistic view on his entire body of work, meaning that he sees his entire oeuvre as one entity um, where all the compositions are connected to each other or parts of different compositions are also autonomous pieces by itself uh, that can be integrated into other compositions. Um, and so all these combinations are possible. And it's something he already explored a lot with his quartet in the 1980s with really incredible results, but for which he didn't really have a system yet. And so the ghost trans music system is really the first uh, structural system he developed to allow the musicians to realize this holistic view, to make these connections between the the, con the, the different compositions. In that sense, uh, the ghost trans music uh, pieces are really kind of a, a navigational uh, tool for the performers to really find their way to explore uh, the Braxton's musical universe. Mm -hmm. 
the basic, let's say, guidelines of the ghost trans uh, system are fairly are fairly simple. Um, every ghost trans music composition consists of one primary melody. This is the sort of central uh, track throughout the the performance. And then in the back of the score, there are a couple of short uh, one-page trio compositions, which are the so-called secondary compositions. And so within the primary melody, within the score, there are several, uh, there are three symbols that uh, that occur regularly uh, attached to one of the notes in the melody. And these are the circle, square, or triangle. And the circle here stands for improvisation, the triangle stands for the secondary compositions and the square stands for tertiary compositions, meaning any composition in Braxton's catalogue of works. A group of people uh, playing a ghost trans music composition will start playing this primary melody all together in unison in the beginning. And when they reach one of these symbols, uh, they have the option to follow a different path to exit the primary melody. So following the circle into improvisation, a triangle into secondary composition or a square into any any other composition from the catalog of work. Um, the group is often will make a selection of these tertiary compositions beforehand, so everybody knows what to play. And then they will also often make a subdivision or subgroups with one section leader giving the, the cues. Uh, but also on an individual level, all the performers at any given time always have the possibility to make their own choices, to depart from the primary melody. Communication in a performance happens through an elaborate system of hand cues so that people somehow kind of stay together, know where they are. The result is uh, this this one line, this one melody that then dissolves into all different kinds of activities uh, and musical uh, explorations through improvisation and notation and uh, uh, bringing, uh, uniting, making these connections between these different uh, compositions from Braxton's uh, oeuvre.
You just heard uh, an excerpt from the first track composition 255. Uh, the excerpt started with uh, composition, a tertiary composition 40F. Um, and then you could hear it sort of uh, go back into the primary melody of 255, which then at some point dissolves into improvisation. And uh, there's maybe one thing uh, I, uh, I should add about improvisation in Anthony Braxton's music, and this is not only for uh, ghost trance music, but this is for in, in all of his work. Uh, whenever he asks for improvisation, he uses a system called language music, which is um, a list of 12 sound parameters that he uses as a... Uh, as a as a basis for improvisation. So even if the free or open moments are still somewhat structured by this uh, 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 language music system. So when you follow the circle into improvisation, you choose one of these numbers and sort of go into improvise with that particular material. It can be, for example, number one is long sounds, number three is trills or four is staccato line formings uh, etc uh, you can always also cue one of those numbers to somebody somebody else in the in the ensemble and improvise together uh, uh, as a group individually or uh, that's that is always uh, a possibility too um, so in in that in that way um it's it's there's a, there's always a very interesting to me at least and quite unique uh, in in contemporary repertoire uh, connection to fixed and open variables in Braxton's music in 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 uh, uh, with notated parts uh, and open form or freer parts and so the interesting thing is that uh, free elements of the music are often structured as is the case with language music and uh, the systems he use system he used for it but uh, but then also the notated parts are sometimes free to interpret also they are never very strict uh, he also doesn't want you to spend too much time learning or rehearsing them so there's uh, there's always an, an element of uh, openness into the fixed uh, part of the composition as well. So for this uh, these recordings, I brought together a group of uh, seven musicians. Um, and from the start, uh, I wanted to um, to combine or to, to, to have a group of people with different backgrounds uh, in music, both classically trained musicians, but also uh, musicians coming out of the improvised music scene or the jazz scene um, 
Braxton himself often talks about his music or the way he wants to be performed uh, as uh, trans-idiomatic. Uh, he'll often say that his music is not a rejection of everything. And I think uh, of a rejection of any style or uh, kind of music. And I think that's a, 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 an important part of uh, that you can see also throughout his own extensive output the recordings he made, that it's, it's really... Uh, hard to pin down on any particular genre. It's definitely not only jazz or free jazz. There are uh, many different styles coming together. And so I wanted to bring this transiomatic part also into the recording. Uh, and so you'll have, for example, Teun Verbrugge, the drummer, and uh, Nielsen Heert, the tubist, and uh, Steven Delanois, the saxophone player, who are who have a background more in jazz, and then myself, Frederick, the bass player, Anna, the violinist, and Elisa, the pianist, are more classic, with a classical background. And um, we each uh, each of us have, a, a, of course, then our own approach to the material and uh, this creative friction that it creates in in playing together. I think uh, is 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 really what something I was looking for. Um, the way we recorded was uh, the pieces are all recorded in one in, in long takes. Uh, we did one piece every day, so over four days, and we did then several versions of that piece. Um, and then I condensed it afterwards in the to to sort of twenty three ish minutes long uh, tracks. So there's no overdubbing here. It's uh, I, I kind of wanted to keep that live part uh, in the music. I don't think uh, the music would work uh, in the same way if you would record the pieces or parts separately as you would do with uh, other kinds of music. The excerpt uh, you will hear now is from the second track of the album, uh, which is composition number 358. Uh, this is part of the, the later uh, compositions from the series of the Ghost Trans Music. Uh, which he calls accelerator class ghost trance music, where the primary melody is completely um, sub rhythmically uh, complex and subdivided, where you don't really hear a clear pulse anymore. In this excerpt, you will hear the guitar part play the uh, an, uh, part of the primary melody, while at the same time a uh, the bass and tuba are playing. Composition 108D. This further evolves into another tertiary composition, uh, which is composition 58 uh, from the Creative Orchestra music.